You are listening to the Courageous Living Podcast with certified life coaches and ministry leaders, Sarah Tolbert and Heidi McLean. The Courageous Living Podcast is about you and how you can live courageously in spite of fear and past experiences. Their goal is to empower you with knowledge, skills, and techniques they share with their clients to help you live a more joyful, purposeful, and fulfilling life. Let's get started. Welcome to season two of the Courageous Living Podcast. At the beginning of every episode, Heidi and I will share our win for the week, and at the end, we will give you a challenge so that you can have your own win for the week. This season, we're doing things a little differently. We are interviewing amazing guests who are living courageous lives. Let's get started. So Sarah, what was your win this week? Well, my win was that I got my office organized Finally, my husband like <laughs> built it out probably a year ago and I, it's just been a mess and I just haven't had time to do it. And so I just got the cleaning bug, I guess. And I was like, you know what? I've got to get this organized. It looks so nice. Y'all can't even really see it, but it looks so good. And I'm so happy. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm the nerd that's like getting excited when all my stuff is in order. <laughs> and clean and I did all that so and not only that I also kind of got back on my kick of taking my girls for dates like I take a date every so often each one of them gets their own time and that's why I don't do it very often because there's four of them (laughs) so I'm like "Mm, I'm gonna have to like space this out a little bit so I took the two little ones first and then I'll take Haley next and then I'll, you know, call my stepdaughter and see what she's got going on, take her on a date. So, but I really love that because they're such different people when it's just us, like they yeah. really open up, they really share, they really, you know, let their personality shine. So that was my other win. So I had two wins this week, I guess. <laughs> Yay. Those are yeah. excellent wins. And those are memories your daughters will cherish forever. Wow. In addition to you, of course. Right. <laughs> so that's great. And I'm like you, when things are in order and place, I kind of feel this sense of relief and like, yes. okay, things flow. And yes. uh, my son's moving back in. So our house is in an upheaval. So I totally <laughs> appreciate that order. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Well, what was your win? So my win for the week kind of came inadvertently. Um, Some friends of mine and I just upped our communication game and they started communicating on Marco Polo, which is an app that uses videos to communicate back and forth. And honestly, that's been something I've been gun shy of because I am like this little bit of a perfectionist, if you hadn't noticed, Sarah. I don't know what you're talking about. And so, you know, every time I try to create a video, it's like I practice and rehearse first and then I'll get on and then practice and rehearse about 30 times. And then I'm so frustrated by the end that I just give up. Well, because they've been on Marco Polo um, and I get I've had more practice this week, it's becoming more and more natural to me. And I'm maybe not rehearsing 30 times, maybe it's more like 15, but (laughs) I'm at least feeling a little bit more relaxed and comfortable. And so I'm grateful. So I count that as a win because I'm, I'm getting more comfortable at it and I'm actually doing it even though it was uncomfortable. So stepping outside of my comfort zone. That's awesome. And you're letting that perfection go a little bit too. 
am I? Right? <laughs> Just kidding. Right? Are you? <laughs> I may have to coach you on that later. <laughs> yeah, I am. Just a little bit. <laughs> Well, we are so excited today. We have another amazing guest and want to introduce to you Darren Blakely. He is a financial manager. He's an amazing husband and father and is so faith-filled. And we've had the honor of serving with him at Marriage and Life Enrichment Boot Camp. He and his wife, uh, his wife Nikia was on just last week and shared her story of courage. Um, and you know what? just hearing about how Darren supported her through that and just his own um, health scares and just this lifelong uh, process and example, I can't even say the word, example, he set forth a faith and courage. You were just like, we have to have him on. And yes. so Thank we you. have you and are so excited. Darren, do you have a win for the week you'd like to share? Sure. Yes. My win is uh, Nakia actually was gone all week last week and she was supposed to be back uh, at a certain time and it was looking kind of scary on Sunday. Uh, she was been traveling in ministry all last week and uh, with all the things that's going on across the country and Southwest Airlines just shutting down as far as their flights canceling all literally all of their flights. There was a uh, there was yeah. a thing up. I don't mind allowing her, you know, to go and do ministry. It's not a problem. I don't have any hangups because I met her when she was doing man, uh, doing ministry. So mm -hmm. I just kind of tagged along and just said, just go continue to work the vineyard, you know. And, and when I when I have a date of comeback, it's it's set in my mind. And it was just looking like it was looking glim that she may or may not would have come back. But I'm grateful. I am so grateful when I got there to that airport, American Airlines gate 15. I was so <laughs> excited to uh -huh. see her. And I didn't care who saw it. You know, it's just it's real. It isn't a front. It's just how I am. We we we're there for each other. We've experienced so much together. And just when we connect, it's just wow. That is a win. I love that. Yeah. And I love yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, I do too. And I'm glad you love her too. Well, and that, you know, expression of joy and love is exactly why we wanted to have you on because we see that in you yeah. and um, everybody who, well, that we know who has experienced you feels yes. the same way. So like I mentioned, you've been through um, a plethora of experiences, high highs yes. and low lows. So yes. what has your journey been that has brought you to this point? Share a little bit about that, if you will. Sure. Um, my journey um, started when I, for me, realistically kind of growing up is um, back in the early 80s, I joined the military. I was in college for a couple of years and um, I joined the military and uh, that straightened me out real quick, real fast, in a hurry. Um, I married my high school sweetheart at that time. Um, we, we went to school and she, um, she carried two of our children, our children and went over and uh, served in the Philippines, in the Philippines for about about five years or so, and I traveled the country and Far East Asia, Asia, and um, came back to the states and all of this. And 
we were here for a few years after, got back here in the 90s and then ended up, um, um, we were married and everything and things are going well. And it was right during that time, right after I got out. I don't know if you remember Desert Shield, Desert yep. Storm, and all yes. of that. And I had just got out. And so I was like air traffic controller and I was trying to figure that out to come on the uh, civilian side to find a new job, and trying to figure out what is United States is all about because I spent the majority of my time in Asia. And then um, wow, we just, uh, we was trying to work things out and then, you know, she got cancer. She mm -hmm. got cancer, pancreas cancer. And uh, that was tremendous. Fast forward, that was tremendous. And at that time, you know, had the two children, my two children, a boy and a girl. Um, Armani and Chanel. So they're in their 30s now. And uh, so I had to figure out, I told them when their mom passed and she passed on my birthday. Oh my uh, gosh. Very traumatic for the first couple years, you know. Oh my gosh. Uh, 2002. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I told them, I'm like, look, I don't have all the answers. I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but I tell you what, guys, we're going to be the three musketeers and we're going to figure this thing out. Wow. And so uh, I grieved, you know, for a couple of years and whatever. And um, um, 2004, um, I saw Nakia. Wow. I, already knew, I knew her mom for years, but I didn't know Nakia. So I started managing her as a business manager. Wow. For me. Yeah. So about 2004. And then we then we got married in, in 2005. And so I said, I'm gonna give another try. And, you know, as we're dating, we're trying to find out history about each other. What is your background? And, you know, and then she told me, uh, I got cancer at 16. I'm like, Oh, no. Oh, I can't do this again. No. Nah. Ah. me. I said, what are you trying to teach me uh, in this? And, and the children have already experienced that. It's like, oh, no, not again. And so God had a plan. Yeah. Jeremiah 29 and 11. God had a plan for us. I know the plans that I have for you. Yeah. To prosper you. Yes. Yes. And so I just had to walk in that. So we became, um, her mom kept saying, Y'all might as well just go on and get, to, get together. Man, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. 100% <laughs> of my focus was on the kids. Yeah. Yes. So they needed me and I needed them. And, um, but it became to a point where some of those girly things I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't able to do, you know, combing the hair and, you know, <laughs> telling her about the cycles, what to, to do as far as, you know, you know, the care and, and of all of that. I was clueless. Now I had my parents. Yeah. I'm grateful for that. But just the everyday, yeah. you know, having someone in the home, that was the missing part. And so I had, I deferred to them and I asked them individually and collectively, mm -hmm. how do you all feel about dad getting married again? Because I didn't want it to be that they're together and then one looks at each other and give the same answer off of what the other one right, right. So I wanted to do that separately. So they can understand that what you say value, I mean, it's value to me mm -hmm. and I'm grateful for that. So we end up getting married in 2005 and uh, we married and ironically, ironically, um, 
the day the day after we got married, we were ready to go on to our uh, on our on our honeymoon and come to find out we wake up in the morning and it says our flight has been canceled and we can't go this place. And it was guess what? What happened in 2005 that we all know? Yeah. Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Wow. So that changed everything. We had to figure something out. Go somewhere else. Didn't we didn't want to go, but we had to just say we want to do something. So we ended up going. We experienced that. 2011, Nakia came back again. Fast forward, 2011 came back. We just moved here to Texas, and um, it was like, oh god, it came back again. What in the world is this? What? Wow. In, what? So I was saying, okay, God, we got to make this work. We in it. I trust you. I believe yeah. you. I'm standing on your word. You, you would never leave us nor forsake us. None of us. You've never been a respecter of a person, particularly. You just love all of your children. I'm one of them. She's one of them. So we're got, you know, we just got married. I don't want to be a single dad, a widower again. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. So it's like, okay, all right, we made it. We made it. We we journeyed. We journeyed through that, and then 2015. Then it was my turn. Right. I knew something was going on with my body. I knew it. I just couldn't tell what it was. Come to find out, I needed open heart surgery. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Open heart surgery. So that came about. So it was like the reverse of me taking care of her now she had to reverse and her taking care of me and that that resonated in our during that time was our vows in sickness and in health that just resonated that became most important to us uh, than anything else that mattered as far as um, our bills or hanging out with others and all of that we just kind of fine-tuned that in to say that this is the most important thing in our lives. You, Nikia, you're the most important thing in my life and vice versa. That's what, that was our pact for each other. Wow. Yeah. So I know I've said a lot, but I'm telling you, it is, that just kind of defined my moment of saying that is part of my purpose. That is our purpose. What is it we're supposed to do? We're supposed to suffer, go through this to be able to encourage someone else yeah. Even though that we have the scars, even though <clears throat> it hurt, the scars just reminds us and it keeps us humble. Yeah. You know, when God, if you, you feel as though you're smelling yourself, you're bigger than what you are, pull that shirt up. Look at that scar that, uh -huh. that they, they, you know, and I'm reminded, I'm always reminded. Um, wow. I, I, I want to share this with you. Yeah. Um, we wrote a book called Crosses and Crowns, right? Mm -hmm. So the reason why we came up with Crosses and Crowns, what the way that they cut in the key her back when she did the second, they cut her her back going straight across that way. Mm -hmm. Wow. Horizontal on her back. She has a permanent scar. And then guess what? When they cut me, Perfect. they cut me straight going down. And that's where the cross came from. Ooh. And that's where we named it Crosses and Crowns. And that, that defined us to say, 
this is part of the ministry that you're supposed to be doing, guys. Wow. Yes, Michelle, you're supposed to be singing and all of that, but there's more than just singing. You know, I do productions at our church and, you know, I've been told there's more than you just doing that. And so um, I just love the season that we're in right now because yeah. being liquid and it's about, you know, the vineyard is, is very plentiful and it's much to be done out there for all of us, oh. whether we were a clergy collar or not. <laughs> I'm a PK kid. My dad is a pastor. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And, and um, um, far as marriage is concerned, all I know is marriage. My parents going on 63 years, they, have modeled, they have modeled it like nobody's business. And my mom always challenges me to say, hey, Darren, catch up to us. I challenge you to catch up to us. Wow. So that resonates with me every day. Oh my gosh. I, okay. I've heard this story, but like, it still gets me (laughs) and I'm just over here bawling, like, but not tears of sadness. Like I am just so in awe of how the Lord has just given you so much through all this pain and how you have a permanent visual reminder that he sees Mm -hmm. you like what? So many people would look at that and go, oh, that's terrible. No, it's beautiful. Like he turned those ashes into something so beautiful and it just makes me so happy. So, so my tears are like happy, (laughs) but oh my gosh. And your parents, like, you're so right. They are the sweetest people. I adore your parents. I've I've met them a couple of times and they are so precious. And I love that they model Cause I got that from them too. Like I, I, they modeled that for me as well. Just in those couple of times I got to meet them and I'm like, this okay. is marriage. And I love it because yeah. it, it reminds me to, I honor my husband, but like, it reminds me of the deeper honor that there is, you know? And so yeah. I just appreciate that. And I appreciate that they have instilled that in you too and that you took that on and went you know what I'm gonna do that as well I'm going to model this for other people and you guys do marriage ministry right at your church or did or something yeah Uh so like you're just continuing that on for other generations and it's just so beautiful I love it oh my gosh okay I'm okay Heidi. <laughs> no, I was tearing up too. I, you know, first of all, thank you also for your service. I know yes. been in the military yes. that yes. I cannot thank you enough for that. But, no. you know, like you thank said, you. stepping out as a young man and going overseas and spending it and then coming back and trying to recalibrate that takes such courage too. And yeah. then with children and all that you've gone through, it's just, that's why we wanted to have you on. Cause you're just such this, I don't know if you realize that your talent is strength, but you are strength and a, a, a pillar of strength and courage. And even in those moments where maybe you're not feeling that strong, it's very apparent that that is definitely um, one of your strengths. And oh my gosh. So, you know, uh, you mentioned your father was a minister. So did your journey of faith start with that or did you say, you know what, even though I have this um, upbringing, I'm going to find my own path and follow into it? Or what was your journey like in that regard? Well, um, because my, uh, both of my parents 
were musicians at the church. Both my dad was on the organ, my mom played the piano. We're PK kids, well, so majority of our time was in church, and um, we enjoyed it. We be, we didn't have neighborhood friends; we had church friends because we were there all the time. And my dad was my Sunday school teacher. Oh my God! So, you know, it's like what they put in you. You know, when uh, the Bible talks about uh, train up a child mm. in the way they should, and they will mm -hmm. never leave. You know, it will never leave you. That that they put in me, and I can remember when I was 16, 17 years old, I tried to get away from it. And that was, I think that may have been one of the reasons why I just wanted to get away because um, join the military just to kind of do my own thing. And, and even the guys, even in, in the barracks, they would tell me, boy, get out of here. Don't be trying to come over here in this room with us. You you something about a church guy. You, you, you don't need to. And I'm looking, I'm seeing if, if there's something on my shirt that says the name of our church. And it was nothing. They just knew that because wow. that my parents put in me, you know, even as a child. And my grandfather was a bishop. And he had, he bishoped and he had over 140 smart churches. So we were always in church. And so that that I had that was instilled in me, I just let it manifest as I journeyed when I was in the military and I joined the church and I was heavily involved, you know, in the church that we were attending overseas. So I, I know more about, you know, uh, ministry, know about more about marriage than single. And I'm glad that I had the opportunity to have a second chance because everyone doesn't have a second chance. Yeah. And I love that your faith was so strong that you could not yes. be swayed by people saying, mm -hmm. what are you doing? Who are yeah. you? Because exactly. so many people do, they get scared. They're like, oh, I can't let people know that I yeah. love Jesus and I follow him. And so yeah. I just, I love that you have that strength. I wish more people had that strength yeah. to go, yeah, yeah, and stand firm in their faith. Yeah. I know. I was just thinking, I, I hope I do it justice. But there's a phrase that I heard. It's like, uh, I hope to live so that those who don't know God want to know God by the way I live. So mm -hmm. maybe you're not out there with your Bible and standing and preaching and saying, you know, trust in the Lord, but by your yeah. actions and your example, it sounds like they recognized God in you because yeah. it yes. is in you. And so yeah. the scripture, we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, if you be ashamed before me among men, you know, I'll be ashamed to uh, amongst to you and, and, and in other words, to my father. If yeah. you shame me, I'm gonna shame you. Yeah. So, um, no, we, we, we have to realize we as a people, regardless of what situation that we're in, we want uh, uh, the Lord to say, well done, that good and faithful servant yeah. at the end of the day, you know, or, or to hear, depart from me, I never knew you. Yeah. All the works that you've done in the church, whoever wants to hear that. <sighs> Yeah. Apart from me, I never knew you. So that is that is our goal. And it is my responsibility as a husband to make sure that Nakia makes it to heaven. Yes, that's beautiful. That's powerful. Yeah. Even as men, that is our responsibility to make sure our spouses make it to heaven. Period. Amen. I, amen. I love that.
So, you know, I loved earlier when you were talking about when you heard that Nakia had had cancer before when she was a teenager and you're like, I trust you, God. But then you also yeah. mentioned, yeah, I don't know if I want to take this journey. So what was the defining moment or was there one specific moment where you're like, okay, I can do this? Or was it just a process over time where you're like, I just cannot live without this woman in my life? What that it was a combination of things. What that was, that was spiritual and natural fighting against each other. Mm-hmm. And then um, I chose to to journey again with with uh, the opportunity of marriage. I chose to because I didn't want to be a guy that was just out there having all type of women, mm-hmm. you know, in the home, and then let that be. Because that taps into a generational curse and that they see mm-hmm. it as, well, if dad did it, you never said nothing about me. Well, I guess I can do it and all of that. And I tell my children, even up to this day, I never believe because my parents told me none of this shacking. I don't know if you heard that saying mm-hmm. before, but no shacking. Yeah. No, 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 old school. So I'm just saying that, you know, those things that, that has just been put in us it isn't that we've forgotten it. It's just that we're not applying them. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of times in our lives as men in journeying, that it wasn't that you didn't know, you knew, you just didn't apply what you, what you knew. Shame on you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And there, you know, and I love that with your background too, you applied what you knew through the adversity you've experienced, right? In your mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, adversity can take us one or two directions. We can either become bitter or we can become submissive to the experience and partner with God. And the outcome is completely different. The experience is completely different. You know, hearing you talk about continuing the ministry and continuing to have hope and joy is completely different than some people who, you know, they go through it and they curse God instead. What would you, what would you say to those people right now? I would say to them, um, give God another try. I would say one of my favorite scriptures is Matthew 633, Mm -hmm. where it talks about seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these other things. All these other things are relative to your job, your finances, your health, and all these other things will be added unto you. Uh, you have to, God put these things in place where you seek him first. You take care of God's business and he'll take care of your business. Yeah. It's just those simple, those simple scriptures that you just, you may not know all the scriptures there is. Hang on, tag on to, to something uh, that's relative that you can relate to and you can quote it and that will carry you, you through because um, it makes all the difference. I mean, it's life applications. Here's the thing. Our parents tell us to go to school, get a good education. And then once you get out of school, then you go to college and you get a good job and all of that. You know what? We can apply all of those principles in life for the natural. But those same applications 
we should be able to apply some of those same applications to our marriages, oh. to our lives every day. And people lose that sight of that. And it just sounds like it sounds crazy, but it's not crazy. It's just you, the way that you wake up every day, how's your spirit, man? How are you? Do you wake up in the morning in prayer? That's one of the things that we definitely do together before our day start. Those simple things, just start up and pray on just a couple minutes yeah. and it makes the difference because you don't know things happen so fast. The, apply those, whatever that works for you, um, make it work for you and just do it consistently as much as possible. And God honors that. He honors that. He honors where your heart is because where your heart is, your treasure is. Yeah. Yes. So if your mind is on, you know, going gambling as soon as you wake up or, you know, yeah. doing something stupid for the family, that's that's not being a good steward as a, steward as a husband. Yeah. And we are accountable for, for that. And that's why I say, it is my responsibility to make sure that my wife makes it to heaven, period. Wow. I love that. And I love that you said, give, give God another try. Yeah. That is like beautiful. That is, that's so simple, but such a great way to put it. Like, just give him another try. I mean, when I first became a Christian, it was kind of the same thing. You know, people were telling me, oh, come on, just give him a try, give him a try. And I'm like, no, <laughs> finally I did. And I'm like, that's all I had to do. That was it. Exactly. All I have yeah. to do is open this Bible and start yeah. reading. <laughs> How simple, yeah, exactly. but it's, it, yeah. it will change your life. Like literally yes. every day, I, like you said, he will honor that. And he gives you a little bit more each day, a little bit more, a little bit more until you're just, you're so consumed with him that all this other nonsense going on just doesn't even matter. Exactly. It just exactly. goes away. It's not a problem yeah. anymore. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that you said that. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I love that you said, take care of the Lord's business and he'll take care of your business. Yes. I think that's going to become my new uh, mantra for, for the next year. <laughs> I love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I love, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. you know, when you found out Nakia had that second diagnosis and how was that for you and how did you handle that? Because, you know, we've briefly talked before that, you know, gosh, you've already lost somebody dear to you and precious. And, and so here now is your second go around with this, but, um, Nakia told us just how gentle and supportive you were through that. And we know like yeah, yeah. supporting a spouse, we try to put a good front on for them, you know, and be the strong person for them. But internally we have a struggle. What was that like for you? When we were dating, she had told me, gave me a story of what she was doing the summer uh, treatments and how back in the day that they would, um, have to use sharpies mm. to mark where the uh, in, um, the radiation was go, and she would say, "Darren," and I can I was just imagining it in my mind, um, Darren. I would lay on that cold um, steel bed, and tears would just roll down my eyes oh. as a sixteen year old, oh. and I said to myself, "If something happened." 
during that time, again, I will never let her be alone. Oh. And that's where I had to fast forward and say, boy, put your big draws on, man up and, and, and be there for her, period. I, there's, there's no way. There's no, I remember when, when we had the conversation and she told me that could have been a defining moment for me as a man to be like, why did you really walk away? What happened to the words of in sickness and in health? Yeah. What did she do wrong? She did nothing wrong. So I had to man up. It had nothing to do with anyone encouraging me. I had to, had to just strap it, strap up my boots and say, we're, we're, we're in this fight. We're in this fight. We're in this fight. We're going to do this. And we're going to make this happen. We're going to, um, oh, oh, God. I just, yes. Yes. So I, that's, that's to answer your question. Um, that's the reason why I, when she told me that, I said, I, I, I have to, I have to. It's not even an option. Wow. That's pure love and pure partnership right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True charity. You know, when they talk about the love of God, that's, that's what I envision, mm-hmm. you know, setting your own self aside and, and being w- willing to help another carry their cross and especially your partner, the person you love and cherish. Yes. Yes. And the fact that yes. you recognize that and did that is, is amazing. And you shine a bright light and great example for men everywhere for doing that and God bless you. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, after the surgery, the second surgery, um, when she had it, um, it was supposed to only be like six hours and it ended up being like 12 hours. Oh my and gosh. The doctor, and the doctor said, now I'm going to let you go in to see her, but you're not going to recognize her uh, in some areas in terms of uh, everything that they had did with her. And I just saw beyond that. We had a friend of ours, good friend, you know, Tia. Yeah. Tia, um, she refused to want to come in the room. Um, But I was like, it's okay. Because, yeah, there were some things that were going on. But but as the husband, you know, I had to be there and go in that room. And um, that was a journey within itself. So, Mm. yeah, we, 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 we sometimes have to go back to the lab, as I say. And yep. what the lab is, is where it all started. What formula did I use to uh, ingratiate her that she would find uh, herself and liking me and some things I had to go back to the lab and do and just kind of restructure my formula to make sure that it's still, you know, relative to what's going on now. And Sometimes husbands forget or men forget that sometimes what it, that energy that you put in to get your spouse, your loved one, um, you forget that you, there is a lab that you, that you created and you only know about it, that you work with to, to, to get her attention. Sometimes you got to go back to the lab to make it work. Yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think God sometimes gives us that that inner peace and strength too to like you said see past what was really going on so that you could see her and see just past all the the stuff she's going through so that you can unite with her again on an emotional spiritual level 
And I love that he kind of sometimes puts blinders on us so that we don't see all that nonsense that we don't need to see because we're, we're so focused on our loved one. So I love that, that he does that. And it sounds like he probably did that for you as well during this journey. So God, he's so good. He is just so faithful. Yes. Yeah, our circumstances. Go ahead. Yes. I was going to say, yeah, the circumstances we have don't define us. It's the choices we make in those circumstances that define Mm -hmm. us Mm -hmm. and the choices you chose. And I love that you said, I decided to go back to the lab and create that area of safety, that area of peace, that area of support, that area of love. And, you know, that's a daily challenge for us, right? We should be following in that. And, you know, these challenges are opportunities for us to recreate that lab and, and strengthen that. And I, I think that's been your and Nakia's success as a couple, just seeing that love between you. Cause let me tell you everybody, when you see these two people in the same room, it's like teenagers falling in love. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every time I see them, like every now, day. I, and I don't see them all the time. So we're talking like six month yeah. intervals, you know, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, there's yeah. Darren Nakia, or you see him <laughs> on Facebook and it's just like, oh my gosh. And it's like, I want that. <laughs> and, um, you know, but you put in the work, you put in the time. So um, for yourself, when the roles were reversed and she had to care for you, what was that like for you? Um, I know during that time she was doing uh, uh, Woman Thou Art Loose with Bishop Jakes and she was one of the worship leaders during that time and she um, had a chance to minister with, uh, I don't know if you know Travis Green, Mm -hmm. Um, he's a worship leader, he sings You Make a Way, Um, but anyway, during that time, he had, um, she, he had uh, started praying for me. She had told him the story and he shared, she shared it with him during that time. And it was just when I finally, you know, cause he came to the church, Potter's house and he was like, brother, I was praying for you. And, and it was a year later and for her to do that, to extend out to someone else about me where she's supposed to be learning songs in rehearsal that he was like he was very encouraging during that time and she was there I mean she protected me she didn't have any um we really she didn't allow people to come in to visit and all of that just to be onlookers to see what he looks like and how's he talking and she protected me the reverse role and that was my takeaway even like her best friend she shut her down she's like nope no, they had one of the ministers, one or two of the ministers to come from the church, and that was about it. So she protected me, and I felt grounded. Um, I didn't feel vulnerable or anything like that because I was pretty, pretty, pretty bad off during, during that time. Yeah. So um, she has shown herself over and over again that she's loyally committed to me and only me. Yeah. Um, whether someone is looking or not, I mean, that's just how she is. I mean, she's a giver, and you guys yeah. know that. What yeah. can I do? What do you need? I'm in. I'm, I'm either all in or I'm not in, and that's how she is, even with me. So, yeah. that's a daily journey, uh, journey, uh, journey itself. So, 
And I tell people all the time, I don't want to be smart. I never want to be smart. I want to be wise. Yes. People that are smart, they make stupid mistakes sometimes. Yep. But when you have wise counsel, you know, that around, surrounds yourself around people like that. Yeah. You go much further in life, whether you become a millionaire or not. It's just you as a person, as a citizen, as a man, as someone that um, can lead and guide someone else to God. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. That's ultimately what I want, want to be. I don't want to be smart. Dude, you can keep that. There's a bunch of smart heads out there. Yeah. Let me be one. <laughs> I love being around older people. Yes. I love them. Yes. Oh my God. You can learn so much. Yes. Slow to speak. Yep. Quick to listen. Absolutely. I love that. Well, and you clearly are full of wisdom and we are so grateful for the wisdom that you shared you. here today. There's so many amazing things that you've already shared with us and we are so blessed and honored that you've taken the time to spend with us today. So we're going to ask some a little harder questions now. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's the fall. Do you have a favorite right. football team? Um, well, <laughs> I've always been a Bears. Oh, Bears. Um, diehard Bears, diehard Cubs, diehard. I mean, yeah, their records aren't the best, but you just you just live with them you 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 die with them i i know we had the opportunity a few weeks ago it was the last weekend or whatever to go yeah. to the cowboys and they honored her and that in itself i mean i love the organization of jerry jones what they do and how they recognize the survivors i mean to be able to um be back there with the with the players and you know, uh, ride Jerry Jones's private bus. That's you know, cool. And um, you know, they they honor her on television, and those things that they do, I, I enjoy. So that answer your question. Cowboys, I like them, but I'm a Bears fan, diehard. <laughs> they couldn't convert you, huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's awesome. Okay, let's see. So. What is on your, okay, we used to call it bucket list, but I really don't like that word anymore because there's just been nope. too much going on that, that I don't like that. So I changed it. What's on your dream list? Yes. I would love to fly another fighter jet. <gasps> I have an opportunity to fly a fighter jet in the Air Force. Yes. For an hour. For and, an and hour. <laughs> hour I was behind I said I was the co-pilot behind the pilot and uh, we flew over the South China Sea and we did some crazy things oh man cool. he let me fly and we flipped the plane upside down and he let me do that and just experience that I would love to fly that again yeah. No, no yeah. you didn't do that to communicate, no. did you? <laughs> <laughs> I said you didn't do that to communicate, no. did you? Oh. <laughs> That's a Top Gun reference, if yeah. anybody. <laughs> I had to go there. That was one of my favorites. Top Gun, one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that you got that reference, though. That yeah. makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. funny. 
So where would you like to see yourself five years from now? I would like to be retired. Mm. I would love to see my uh, three grandchildren, three girls, mm. um, to be here. My daughter's girls, um, they are 13, got a teenager, 13, Ooh. 10, and 9. Aww. And they are full of joy, life, so smart. I mean, these children now, and when we do um, FaceTimes, and they're, they're telling my mother how to do it, and how to do this, and, you know, just just to, so I can experience that in, in their in their years. So we're hopeful, we're crossing our fingers, we're hopeful that sometime next year. Yeah, we got to get them here because Nikia yeah, and I have it. talked about getting all our girls together to play. Yeah, the oh, little absolutely. ones to play. Yes, 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 yes. So hopefully you got one is in that same age bracket. Yeah, so, so my, I have, let's see, what do I have? Six, 10, 15. And then of course my stepdaughter okay. is 23 now. Okay. But yeah, gotcha. right in, in yep. that age. Okay, great, great, yep. So, so that's, go ahead. Sorry. No, and then also continue to take care of uh, my parents, you know, mm. that I can have more time with them because um, they're getting up in age, you know. Yeah. And uh, my dad's been great, you know, for, for us as children. I'm the youngest. And then I want to be, you know, great as a son. And I tell them all the time I see them, I love you. I say, I'm your son, I'm your last. You saved the best for last. And that was me. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love my parents. I'm glad they finally moved here. Finally. Yeah, yeah what a blessing. They're just That's the sweetest. Yeah. I adore them. Yep. They're so cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I was going to ask, you know, we all have little things that we do for self-care. Um could be anything from taking a nap to whatever what for you is your favorite thing to do for self-care listen to music gospel music all day every day and nick will tell you that i i you you ask her what is his pastime he will listen to music i mean uh, I, I ain't gotta watch no tv you can keep tv, can keep TV. <laughs> i mean i'll i'll do yeah but music all day, again, because my parents are musicians and then my, my brother is a musician. He plays for all the major uh, gospel artists that, that are out there. So it's just music is in me, you know? Wow. Well, then you married yeah. right. Nikia yeah, is a exactly. singer songwriter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so in that vein, then, um, well, do you do anything musically yourself? And then second, who is your favorite artist? Um, I would say I have a couple of them. Old school, uh, Walter Hawkins, Edwin Hawkins. Oh. Those are my two favorites. Um, new kind of new school, Travis Green, Chandler Moore. Um, of course, Kirk Franklin and Fred Hammond. That goes without saying. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then, um, oh boy, Dago. I've forgotten her first name. 
Daigle. Lauren. Uh, Lauren Daigle. Lauren. Yes. Yep. Lauren. Yes. Love her. Yes. Me too. Love Lauren. Yes. Yes. Love her. What's amazing and, about uh, her is she wasn't even a singer. She just happened to take lessons because someone told her to. <laughs> I think that was yeah. her story. She's like, okay, wow. became this mega singer. <laughs> well, I'd heard a quote the other day and it just said that music is the voice of my soul. And I love that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I can mm -hmm. see that that's true for you, for sure. Yes. Well, thank you again for joining us today and for sharing your story and for setting that example for so many. And, you know, I've always felt peace whenever I've spoken to you, there's just this peaceable spirit about you. And that's an amazing talent, whether you recognize it or not in yourself too. And we appreciate you sharing it with us and sharing it with our listeners today. And just, you know, your example of, of how to be a supportive father and husband and just being your best self because <laughs> yeah. it brings yeah. out the best in others when you are. And yeah. you certainly have done that. And so thank you for your time today and sharing your story. Yes. Thank you so thank much. You. We're so grateful thank to have you. you. You're welcome. He Hebrews 12 and 14, mm -hmm. follow peace with all men, which no man shall see the Lord. That was my grandfather's favorite scripture, and it's, it's, it's passed down to me. So with you saying that, thank you, because I want to have peace with others, with, with my fellow men yeah. and women. Yeah. I love that. What a great yeah. way to wrap it up. Yes. Thank you yes. so much. Y'all okay. have a good one. You, you too. Too. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Like and follow Sarah and Heidi on their Facebook page, Tolbert and McLean Coaching, and share with them your stories, thoughts about today's episode, and let them know what topics you'd like for them to discuss. If you have any questions for Sarah and Heidi, or would like to schedule a coaching session, you can email them at tolbertandmcleancoaching at gmail.com. See you next week.